Welcome to episode 62 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about predestination and free will, and unpack what those mean, and also Sonic's free legs. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Caleb, one of your hosts of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, the hedgehog of Nobody Special. Uh, oh gosh. We are two generations of people trying to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, in between. all while not taking any of it too, too seriously. seriously. <laughs> Just like now. Caleb, <laughs> alright, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Yes. Yeah, that's my name. I have a question. Don't wear it out. I have a question. <laughs> yes. A few, about five or six years ago, I think there was this trend uh-huh. of um, sexy vampires. Sexy vampires. Are sexy vampires still a thing? My name's Edmund, and I'm here to s- satise you. That's not a word, but Is that a real is. character? Edmund? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one from Twilight. Edward. Edward. Same thing. Edmund's from Same Narnia. Same thing. All right, girls, forgive me. Like, no, but is... And some guys. (laughs) Is the sexy vampire thing still a thing? Uh, Well, let me ask you this. Is Vampire Diaries still going? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I have no idea. (laughs) I've never seen an episode of that show. Here's the deal. I had what could best be described as a stress dream last night Uh that got me up at 4 a.m. So in the dream, I was um, having to connect between subway and subway and subway uh-huh. but i wasn't actually going any place but i was in a hurry the whole time so then i got up at 4 a.m also i was cold because my air conditioning was a little too cold yeah and i had gotten out from under the blanket i don't know oh, that's a lot worse. going on and uh so so i got up and then i just popped on on instagram because you can't just go back to bed after a stress dream you gotta like come down a bit and then what? i saw this thing somebody had posted uh, a star had posted on instagram that uh-huh. he's in a new thing and so i just pulled it up and it's basically it's a pandering to teen sexy vampire story that tries to create drama out of nothing what's it called things i don't want to say what it's called because then that will give away too much information um, I was Blood trying to tripping. figure it out. Hmm? Well, no, uh, I was trying to figure it out because this whole company that does you know this stuff appeared to be love um, sucker. Okay, <laughs> wait, that was okay. No, I was not into gross. that. Right as it came out of my mouth, uh, I take that back. I was trying to figure out why this company appeared so familiar, uh, and it's because they just put out a bunch of teenage drivel that just panders to them. And Drew Gooden, he's a a YouTuber I kind of enjoy. Yep. Not always appropriate, but he did a whole piece on them, and um, it it was it was Caleb. It was bad. It yeah. was so bad. I was coming off of a stress dream, and anything could have been good, and it was just bad. But it's just, like they're teens and they're vampires and they ooh angsty. Yeah, no. and it's the same thing. There's also like the werewolf side of it. That's more manly. That's like the the guys are like yeah, sexy werewolves. I, I, and then they I don't think they had overlap. that. And you have Twilight. Yet. 
They Twilight? might get into that. No, for the thing oh, okay. I was watching. What's I it just... called? Say it. Ruby Red. Ruby Red? He's, it's on a YouTube channel called Brat. And Brat? It's just, yeah, it's bad. It's pandering to teen. If I, w- if I was a teenager and, and I thought, oh, they're marketing that to me, uh-huh. I would be so upset as to how stupid they think I am, in my yeah. opinion. So this, you can't get us for slander. <laughs> Boom. It's just so bad. It's so bad. Well, that's half of the YouTube stuff out there, so. But is there this trend of just putting bad There's stuff out? Been. Oh, oh. Because oh, the other thing that stuff? came yeah. out today <laughs> was the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, yeah. Mm. What is how ha- like to me this whole day has been a fever dream of some kind of I know right like I don't think this is a real day we're taping early yeah we are so the Sonic just came out today just so you know for us it's so bad oh yeah it looks bad I'm not it's even gonna so bad. waste my time with this movie I'd rather talk about Ruby Red than the Sonic movie. That's how bad it went. And, the, and I don't want to talk about Ruby Red either. I don't want to talk about either of these. It was really bad. Yeah. Well, you, you need Joseph to uh, decipher your dream, although I feel like that's pretty that's pretty easy. Yeah, a lot of people say... I, I told this dream to a couple people, and they said, like, well, it's clear that you're just stressed about timing and dead l- 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 lines that you have coming up. And I'm like, oh, I know. I know that. Yeah. I wouldn't even say... Oh, yeah, it's deadlines. It's deadlines. That's all it was. Me changing trains on the subway, but not actually going It is stressful in real life, too. Oh, my gosh, it's the worst. I hate it. It's pretty funny. Uh, Quick story. So how's your morning been, or day? Day? Yeah. It's been working, and that's it. Nice. Fun. But quick story about subways and trains and Uh automobiles. What Um, about planes? No, not not planes. <laughs> so not planes, uh, but trains, and automobiles. I was at this youth camp at Back to DC, and at called Back to DC, um, which is odd because none of us had been to yeah. DC. It was so. our first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, and basically we we had to take the the metro everywhere, right? And so we had just imagine they have like the the interns that like kind of run the groups for each of the each of these these things, and you have like mm-hmm. ten people. And so he's, like, in charge of, uh, you know, making sure we don't get lost. And so we're all, like, you know, running off. And you got to get off for the doors closed and everything. Right. And so we, we all run off. And then we just see it closed. And our intern is just, like, there with his hand on the window. And he's, like, wait here. <laughs> he's just a Oh, yeah. Out of yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. who got trapped, yeah, it was him. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's stressful as... As the adult, I've done those. It's crazy stressful as the adult yeah. because there's always that kid, and you always know who it is. Uh-huh. It's always that kid who who's a nice kid. It's never the mean kids. The nice kid who's like, "Oh, are we supposed to go now?" And you're like, "Oh my gosh, get off, get off now! Yeah. Why are you still there? Why are you still there? Like, what did you mean now?" Him last oh, second, yeah. like Indiana Jones yeah. with his hat. <laughs> you know, people complain about those parents like, "You shouldn't put your kids on a leash." I'm just gonna be honest. I was a leash kid. I needed my- it. My mom told me that the other yeah. day, too. She was like, did you know that I put you on a leash? I was like, you serious? Yeah. I Thank you, Mom, for that. I would have died. <laughs> yeah. I was whatever. a plain thank traffic you, kind of a guy. Thank yeah, you. thank you for putting us on a leash. All right, let's get on Let's get on to our topic. There was a scene in Red oh my gosh. Ruby Danny. where a girl Danny. goes uh, missing. And Are we actually um, doing this or are you joking? And 
the the so I'm the main female character until you stop makes so fun of the brother. To, uh, no, no, this is a real thing. The rest of the episode. The main oh female character makes fun of the brother or the older brother, the girl who's gone missing, probably murdered is the thing Lord I'm guessing. <laughs> and and starts to make fun of him because his sister is missing. Wow. What a jerk. Moving oh, on. Karma's n- <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. But sometimes maybe these things you happen. Actually, maybe that show is targeted towards you. I want to believe I made that show up in my head. Okay, well, we're going to move my on job to the Make teenage the garbage all day and become a millionaire on YouTube. All right, YouTube. are you guys ready? I think they are, because I think they might have been predestined to be As ready. Per, per the title of this episode, you were predestined to listen to this. Do you know that? If you're listening to this, you... We're pre actually. That is a really <laughs> yeah. Hold that on. That is a lot. Wait a minute. Let's. <laughs> but it gives us Before our next uh, <laughs> our topic for this whole show. We're just gonna dive in. Um, we're gonna be talking about predestination. It's icky. It's sticky. Nobody wants to talk about it except everyone does because they like to argue about it. But we're just here's our goal. We want to go into this like non-bias. We want to explore two different types of you know beliefs on predestination. Um, and basically one that believes in predestination, one that doesn't. Yes. Um, <laughs> the pro and the con. The pro and the con. And we're just going to go into it non-biased as much as we can and like just kind of explain both of them. Um, and yeah, and just kind of talk about it. Because there's not a lot of discussion about that. I mean, there is, but there's I also w- n- not. Yeah, I wouldn't call it discussion. There's, it's more there's, arguing. That's There's a ton of shut up. Um, yeah. There, there's You're a ton of, of of a thing I'm 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 branding at this point to call it. There's a, a good amount of episode sixty one discourse and not enough of oh episode fifty nine. <laughs> if you don't know what Danny's talking about, it got go heated. back one episode. But it was it was late at night other. and we were just both not having it. <laughs> and it was such a dumb topic too. That was it's the odd thing. because. The real topic for that show, which is dated, so we can't even do it, um, was going to get so much worse. Like, yeah. It was really going to get worse, so uh, Caleb and I hugged it out afterwards. And, and then, yeah, but that was after we held each other at gunpoint. And then, you know, everything calmed down. It's not wrong. Um, no, so 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 the other thing on this is, I mean, I all right, I'll just be honest. I've been thinking about this as a topic for like a month straight mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm trying to figure it out a bit because yeah. I have I thoughts, I have feelings, I have all these things that I have to take into account. Right. And at a point, I felt pretty confident in the thing I held. And then I was just like yeah. Googling stuff. And um, um, the closest thing to it, there was a whole article on this is a heresy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have a heresy. I can't have a heresy." I and and then Danny for a day, perfect theology boy, a whole day. Well, no, I not, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm just joking. overall, move on, Danny. <laughs> if I know a thing is a heresy, I tend to not keep it. But then I thought about it for probably about a day, and all this thing had said is, "This is a heresy." They didn't explain it, and that I mean. If I think a thing is a heresy, right. my first step should be to try and teach and instruct a person instead of just going, you're a dirty heretic. I mean, heretic. You know, You've called me a heretic before. I'm not going to mention well, that either. Only only in jest. 
I've called me a heretic before. No. I think everyone's all of us are heretic. heretic. Yeah, yeah, everyone's a heretic. If, Just accept. Hey, all right. If but what is okay? You have ever made a statement about God that isn't true? You're a heretic. So and quick comment. Can we stop dropping that term so much? So heretic heresy is dumb in my opinion because I mean, sure, yeah, there's Correct. things that people <laughs> believe are right. Right. But it's the people who make the heresy are humans. Right. And so. And, yeah. and I'm saying, like, this law is made by humans, and humans are not mm-hmm. correct all the time. So right. Well, and, could, and there's there's two kinds of heresy. It's like a hypothetical law. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's two kinds of, of... You're a heresy. Not heresy. Heretic. Yeah. Maybe. All right, there's two kinds, though. There are the people that are just trying to determine God's truth. Yes. You know, like, they're trying, and they just missed and all of us do that and you have to show grace to that person because it's all of us have dumb. been there and are going to be there again the other kind that i think it's okay to slam a bit harder are are those that are intentional about trying to teach a truth other than biblical truth yeah. i am totally okay hey guys have it that one all the uh rage cage calvinism people go for it you know gloves <laughs> off really get in I... there but to people that are exploring and just trying to figure it out Give grace, give patience, because just calling a thing yeah. a heretic is lazy. <laughs> the whole thing it's is lazy. So like way too official. Just calling that. It's like anytime someone says that, they're just like, I deem this yeah. to be. You have stricken the law of the Lord on the right. number fourteenth, and you are there for right. a heretic. And, and this isn't to downplay the importance just, of good theology, but yeah. just to. Um, you calm down and show each other grace. That's all I'm saying. So, it's just, you're wrong. Yeah. Think about it this way, or point them in a new direction. Don't call someone a heretic. It, it feels harsh. Yeah. I mean, call them out, but yeah, gently. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> um. Did you say everything you wanted to say? I feel like we There's got another scene <laughs> in Red no, no, Ruby. No. 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 Where they can't get their locker open. Oh God. Okay. So, anyways. Um, basically, twenty-two year old playing a fourteen-year-old. It's really creepy. Go ahead. Before we introduce these, uh, we wanted to read, you know, from the ultimate source of authority, scriptures that talk about predestination, and, um, and read them. So, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> nice, excellent segue. Um, so so basic kind of the two things that are. We're going to be discussing our is predestination a biblical thing or is it a not a biblical thing? Caleb, can you give us a definition of predestination first so we can understand yeah. what it is that's being talked about and discussed? So, predestination, well, this is, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory for the definition of, okay, well, here's the thing predestination is very obviously said in the Bible and listed. So predestination is a thing. It's mainly people arguing about the definition of predestination itself, I would say. Would you agree with that? Because you can't deny that predestination is in the Bible. Because it is. Yeah. I mean, it clearly says it. Um, Hold on. I'm not getting into personal opinions yet. So just give us a definition because I'm about to jump I would say the definition of predestined is someone who is destined... Is beforehand. Beforehand. <laughs> so people, it's basically... Uh, it's basically... Isn't it destination? 
their destination is determined beforehand. Yes. Yeah. Their destination is determined I mean, beforehand. Is and destiny. what Sorry. it's talking about is our salvation. So people. Yeah. Um, is our salvation? Did God choose, or in Calvinism, are did God have elect? Um, did He elect people before, um, and elect some people to not have salvation? So are people predestined or are they not or like that's basically what it means is people who Mm -hmm. were are was our salvation determined before we were alive right did i have a say in it yeah so that's the definition um and basically let's let's get into reading these uh these these here scriptures first one i have is ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 through what is it Verse 11. I think it's just verse 11, through 14. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. So that's the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you take that how you will, but that's that's. What I the will take it how it. I will. And then the next one is Romans. Hey, Roman. How you doing? Roman? We got any Romans Roman? out there? Pro- probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, and this is Romans 9. Which is, is funny, because I'm going to go back to uh, Romans 8 in a little bit. But go ahead. Romans 9. Romans 9. And, yeah, Romans 8 is another one. that well, you know, I'll let, You yeah. want to read that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and this one isn't... I mean... Let's just say it's not directly talking about predestination. Yeah, that's the thing about this one is yeah. is it was kind of in the implied sense, not necessarily the so you know. this is Paul, obviously. And yeah, so this is we're gonna it's like verses one through six and then oh, I mean the whole chapter is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um Tell us yeah. what it says. Yeah. So I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed. For not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham, because they are his offspring. But though Isaac... But, though Isaac shall your offspring be named, this means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, so, so, so that 
verse, to be honest, I could take that and make a pretty good case on either side of the argument on that verse. I don't know. Ah, yeah, I could definitely do it. Yeah, it's tricky. Because, I mean, that particular thing, and honestly, the I know... I think Piper included that in his argument, yeah. or so, um, yeah. which is kind of surprising because it's it's talking more about um, the old and new covenant extending outside of the nation of Israel. But to yeah. be fair, they were chosen on, as far as I can figure out, random criteria. I mean, mm-hmm. what? made them different is God chose to make them different. But then to apply that in another sense, it was they chose to be different because they understood God to be God. So the whole thing gets a little bit tricky and kind of fun to yeah. explain a little bit. So yeah. it's a, and then we have Romans eight. You're going to read that later. Mm-hmm. So basically now we're going to get into the two sides of it. Mm-hmm. And there's two main ones. There is uh Basically, Calvinism is famously known for its tulip and how they believe in predestination. Like rigid predestination. Very rigid. rigid. Hard. (laughs) Um, You're either a Calvinist or a heretic. So basically... There is no in-between. Basically... Two theologians enter. Tulip is this... uh, It's basically how Calvinism is described in these uh, mm-hmm. these different sections. So here, I'll just go. It's a, if I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Here's the yeah, game. Yeah, I know. Here's the game. It, All right, so it's I total, de- pee. Yeah. total depravity. Correct. Um, un- unconditional election. Limited atonement. Uh, irresistible grace. And preservation of the saints. Nice. Nailed it. Yes, that is Tulip. So... Basically, total depravity means we are dead in our yeah. sins, and there's nothing we can do about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean the uh, the entire thing. Just to kind of quickly sum it all up is, God chose, God did everything. You didn't contribute anything except the sin that made it necessary. Which yep. may I say is my favorite. Is that yeah. Edwards? <laughs> I don't. It's, know. It, it's Spurgeon or Ed. Well, yeah. It's, you didn't consider. Yeah, the only thing that a person contributed is, is, <laughs> is, is the sin that made it necessary. Everything else God did and did it beforehand. Yep. I think that's a fair kind of assessment of predestination. Yeah. And, On, I mean, like, I would say basically what we're going to be talking about, the two things that narrowed in in those two sections mm-hmm. are limited atonement and unconditional election. Right. On the other end of this argument is kind of the free will argument that states, I'm choosing God. Um, overall, there's a few scriptures to back this up. Um, it, it, the the I mean, the entire thing about you know, predestination is in scripture. That's 100% true. Predestination is in scripture. Anybody that claims predestination isn't a scriptural uh, concept mm-hmm. hasn't read their Bible, and I have to concede that a bit, and I grew up as a Methodist. Um, and they're very Arminian. Yeah, hot take. Arminian. Um, but at, at, at the same time, there's plenty of places that the Bible tells people to choose. Um, and, and I think those have to be taken into account in some fashion. At the beginning, it, well, in Joshua 24, verses uh, f- 14 and 15, it says... 
Um, choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's probably choose this day. Uh, one of the the, the 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 more famous um, aspects of of choice. There's plenty in there. Mm-hmm. Another is Galatians five. That um, to summarize, it, it says we are called to be free, and then encourage us encourages us to not take our um, freedom and do stupid stuff yeah but uh, but to actually glorify god in our freedom so, so basically good stewardism yeah that, that although it's, it's too late <laughs> we are free don't be an idiot is, yeah it is, is kind of the summary of it so you know there is this aspect of of i have choices i have to make and i think it's either end of this kind of debate tends to really dig their heels in. Yeah. And and the entire question does boil down to um, what person chose first? Mm-hmm. Did God choose me before I had a choice? Or did I choose God as a response to God's call? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is at the heart of this debate. You know, to most things in Calvinism, it does tend to come down to is God 100% God and sovereign, because if God is that, uh, then I can't overpower God. Yeah, I mean that. Oh, 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 oh! That's the whole idea behind um, l- 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 limited atonement is the idea that if 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 the blood of Christ is poured out, then it's a hundred percent effective. Yeah. So yeah, limited atonement is saying only for those mm-hmm. elect, though. Mm-hmm. So sure, absolutely. So God, or God Jesus chose died. Who is the elect? That's yeah. how he, election he works. He chose yeah. who the elect were, and mm-hmm. Jesus's sacrifice only paid for those people, and that's right. the limited atonement. Right. Right. So right. we're all caught up on our terms. Now here's yes. the deal. Uh, Caleb and I were talking about this beforehand. This is an important topic. Fair. Important topic. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Um. Caleb and I aren't putting this as primary doctrine. Right. Uh, I think the important part is that at the end, people that are saved are going to be with Christ if God chose first or man chose first. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at at the end, be on the side that is with Christ. Yeah. I can't even say that because that's still a free will argument right there. Be on the side. Well, I mean... At the end, those who are the saved people will have already been on the side of Christ? Well, yeah. I mean, basically... Hey, English majors, take that. (laughs) Gosh. Basically, (laughs) what we're trying to say is... Oh, that'd be a t-shirt idea. You have the secondary secondary issues, Mm -hmm. or, you know, doctrine, whatever you want to call it, and... The primary doctrine. Primary yeah. is salvation. So Things like necessary we need to, to salvation. Yeah, we need yeah. to agree on that because that's what right. gives us salvation. And right. if you don't agree and it's it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of the bare bones of Christianity. Yeah. If I try and take Christ out of Christianity, it stops being Christianity. Yeah. So everybody if it's Christ or much agrees they on can that. get there through good works. Well no, that's primary doctrine you can't. No yeah. point in the Bible supports that you can get to heaven by doing good things. Yeah, because have you tried to Take do good that things? Prosperity gospel. It's hard to do good things. Yeah, I well, really want to do bad that's things. That's not prosperity gospel. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Well, it's a little. Well, bit. I mean, sometimes it plays into that. God will bless you if you're good enough. But anyway, anyway so, so Caleb, all right. Wait, How wait. Do you feel? Well, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Basically, what we're saying is this is important because, like, it slightly plays into salvation and it's slightly a secondary issue. Right. So I mean, it's just somewhere in the middle. Right there. Um. So. All right. So Caleb, how do you how do you make sense of all this? How do I make sense of all this? I don't because this is obviously way above my head. But we're just okay. gonna try and sort this out. But if you had to take a stance, say on a podcast of some sort, what would you? <laughs> Oh, you want to? You want me to say my stance? Yeah, or like, yeah. How how do we how how are we doing this? I mean, because I have thoughts on this. I've I have struggles in this. There are some things I'm not yeah. okay conceding, but I just I'm curious as to this point. Where do you stand? I would say I stand. And did God stand you there, or did you choose to stand there? <laughs> Ooh, juicy. Um, man. Okay, I would say I am a. I am. I'm working through it. Um, I, I don't think I've chosen. I, I will tell you where I'm leaning. I, that's basically what I'm trying to say is I'm leaning towards one side, but I'm still, I'm still exploring because I want to make sure like I, I believe what I believe I think is true, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, and I would say I'm leaning towards... I would say I am a Calvinist, mm-hmm. but I'm... Still figuring out those two, sure, um, and whether or not I f- fully agree with them, sure. Um, and basically, yeah, I I think that limited atonement and unconditional election are. I think that that could be true, and I think there's tons and tons of verses supporting that. I mm-hmm. mean. To me, I read I read Romans nine through just nine. Go right. read go read all of Romans nine. Just go read all Romans. Open your Bible. And there's a great article. Um, if you want to learn more about how that specifically applies to predestination, um, John Piper on Desiring mm-hmm. God. It's called uh, Embracing Predestination. Is and I'll try and put article. it in the show notes if I remember. Do they have access to this? I always yeah. forget about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, go I check that show out. Notes. Um. And that's, it's or it's five ways to embrace predestination, mm-hmm. um, and that's super good. His, I'm pretty sure it's the first one or second one mm-hmm. that that basically tells why it's true or why he thinks it's true, and and basically he explains all like all of it. It's super good. Here, I'll, I'll read mm-hmm. this too. This is his definition of unconditional election. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, let me read it for you guys. So God's Free choice before creation, not based on foreseen faith, to which traitors he will grant faith and repentance, pardoning them and adopting them into his everlasting family of joy. So basically that's saying that God, before time, he, or not before time, what am I talking about? God chose mm-hmm. um, unbiased, you know, right. not taking into account all of our sin. Right. Um, who, who were his... Um, who were his followers, mm-hmm. and he he called them, and basically, that's that's predestination, and that's so is is that kind of the end that you're leaning towards? Is that one? I would say so. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. that. I mean, I w- I believe that God has called, you know, I believe that God has called people, and I believe that there are many verses in the Bible um, that point to. 
to that, mm-hmm. they point to predestination, and Paul even says it um, many times. And, right. And I, I think that... I, I mean, yeah. the whole idea of call, though, that, that tends to get people kind of tripped up, is that if God calls, I have to answer. I'm compelled to answer. And I don't necessarily disagree on that. Um, because God is king overall, God can do anything God is interested in doing, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 aspects that I, to be honest, struggle through is this idea because it, it talks about in Scripture in uh, um, a kind of First Timothy two verse four and Second Peter three and nine that God wants all people to come to Him, mm-hmm. and to pair that next to if God wants everybody to come to him. Some people don't. But if it, mm-hmm. if the onus of that is on God yeah. to call first, because if, if God chose first, then out of that, um, God, in, in that case, sh- should be calling everybody out of his a want. And to, uh, to be honest, I've heard a few explanations of why God doesn't do that, and I just... Yeah. I don't necessarily buy them. The main one is like it's for his glory, which I kind of I, I kind of understand that he there are people that he has called and people that he didn't mm-hmm. and there's that's to show his you know, his redeeming grace and how Sure, but to who? I mean that's to, to kind glorify of the, the, him. Well to but to show it to who though, that's kind of the thing. It's not about showing thing. it to anybody, I mean that I, you know, that I have trouble through. If I want all people to come to me, and I'm able to do that, then I don't understand why I don't do that. And 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 that's part of the part of this I struggle through. I'm yeah. not doubting any of, of, of the biblical text or or evidence, but it's this idea that there isn't anything I can do, even though God wants me to come to Him. That's the part I struggle through a, a good amount is is that idea on, yeah. on top of that is 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 just this thing of of I I do think there is an aspect that I need to not consent to it mm-hmm. but do to an extent to give into it mm-hmm. because it is l- l- love and that does take two people oh but that is kind of the idea behind the whole f- free will is that you know at at the core of that is this idea that i am choosing god god is calling but not everybody that is called chooses god and Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the order of things that's changing is is that although god calls um not everybody is choosing and that's important because it it's this aspect of me caving into the call of god and there are plenty of people that according to free will do get the call of God, but don't pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the simplistic way of putting it. Um, and, and I think there is, to, to be honest, there's merits to that, um, to this idea that just because, you know, they understand God's presence or understands God's, God's person mm-hmm. that they're going to cave into God. Um, I think it's it's the idea. I'll, all right, I'll be honest. The I don't whole... know, to be honest, because like I don't think that that's 
like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to start a bait here, but like, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never seen or heard of anybody that has known the true character of God and been like, oh, like, I don't want that. I mean, because did they really, did they really have the call? But that's the argument, though. I, 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 I mean, that is the debate, that's though. Like that's the, the whole debate That's right another, there. like, reason for me, like, where I, I see the... They didn't truly know, you know? I see, like, the predestination mm-hmm. thing is, is that, like, I don't think those people really did have a call. Sure. But that, I I mean, but this is the the, the, the core of the debate between Calvin and free yeah. will is that, I mean, you know, so this is the same thing as can a person... Lose their salvation. It's tied to that because it, if God's calling, choosing, and doing everything, and I don't even have a say in it at all, then no, I can't. Yeah. Um, and, if it's and a, you can't, it's a gift to you, and you can't. I would. I wouldn't even call it a gift at that point. It, it's a, a compulsion. Well, I mean, like, sure, but I'm saying, gifts aren't. I mean, that's what Joby says all the time. The pastor of a mm-hmm. church is, um, is he says that mm-hmm. like that's that's the main reason. That's his main argument is, like, also in Calvinism, that's what preservation of the saints means is right. that they will fulfill their right. their lifetime Absolutely. as a Christian, whether that's their right. stumbles, blocks, or you know whatever it is. It may be rough, but right. Um, well, but both ends think it's a gift. It's just, am I compelled to open the, the the box? Oh, you're talking about still that, okay? Still salvation, yeah, absolutely. The whole you know yeah. the whole debate of this thing, and I think, see, I I tend to oscillate. I prune the tulip, is what I do. Yeah. I like mm, I like most of it. I just want to trim it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, somewhat limited atonement, you know. Um, yeah. I, all right. It's 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 kind of the same problem I have in the l- 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 Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, to Gandalf, fireballs are always an option, and I don't understand why he doesn't flex them all the time. Fireballs. fireballs. Uh, Calling the Eagles is always an option. <laughs> yeah, that nice. too. Uh, right. Okay. No, but I mean. As far as the hi, I'm a big nerd. As far <laughs> as the actual stuff goes, he has a profound um, proclivity to control fire, fireballs, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because of a lot of things, he's the fact that he's, he's a awesome. wizard. He's awesome, and the fact that he has one of the elven uh, rings. So mm-hmm. he's super powerful. Um, he only does it like twice. Yeah, and one of the times he's taking pine cones and. Lighting them on fire to throw at orcs. It's not even a fireball. He's yeah. just using it as a yeah. match. <laughs> yeah, he's using it as a match or to make dark cave not dark. Yep. And I'm just like, why not just if you if I'm Gandalf, I'm coming out there like, what's up, turns, boom, 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 boom. You know, like I'm going for it. But he doesn't have to do that. Uh, nor is that his purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, I as horrible as this is that's kind of the thought i have on god is that you know god could call that everybody is compelled to answer him i have to give that to him he's god he, he can do whatever he wants yeah i don't think he has to flex it 100 percent all the time and i don't think he does i think there is part of this idea that god throttles himself in order to give us the opportunity to catch up i mean that's the whole idea of christ is uh, becoming 
lower than he actually is yeah. in order to bring us up to him. Yep. And that's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, that's the whole thing. And, and like, I guess it would be, pre, it would be predestination if he called everyone. I mean, and like actually saved everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's obviously, I wouldn't say I've chosen a finite like point yet. I haven't either. And I know I came out really strong on that last thing. Yeah. But like, I can argue the other side of it as well yeah. and have the same intensity and passion behind it. But I mean, free will and predestination, but like predestination, I find more peace in, I would say, knowing that my choices mm-hmm. or even Calvinism, right. like preservation right. of the saints, I that like, screw it up. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it is the only thing I contribute yeah. is my sin. Um, right. Whoops. And, and that's a, it's God who does right. all the work and I'm fine with that because it gives him the glory and that's, mm-hmm. that's the point of like, Sure. That's where I, I feel like, for me, predestinate or Calvinism is more noble. And, and it's, you know, and it's things is that it's giving all the glory to God. More noble. As, like, free will is like, oh, I want my choices. It's all about me. It's kind of, like, yeah. self-centered, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, if you want control over your actions... See, I, I don't know. I might disagree I, I'm scared on, to have control on that over a my bit. Action. Yeah, I would I, say it. I, I I'm think a bit too harsh on that. <laughs> yeah, well, because the whole idea of of coming to faith is this idea of dying to the self. Yeah, and so it I I do get it. It is kind of selfish. It's like I did that because who doesn't who doesn't enjoy saying like Yeah, I did that. I had I had a hand in that, but our hand in that is a relatively passive hand. It's a baby hand. It's a, I really screwed this up, so I'm going to get out the way. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think that's, I don't know, maybe there's middle ground there I can find is that our active is passive. Yeah. I mean, even in as, as Paul's talking and teaching on a few things, he says, be being. He says, uh, be being constantly. Be being. R- r- yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, gives an active and then a passive. Uh-huh. Um, and does that a couple of times. And I think that's important. Yeah. Is that I have to be active in my passivity. Right. I have to intentionally not do any, or to, I, to intentionally do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of like, is again, hey, oh, English majors, diagram that one as well. Uh, like. Yeah, it's a, the, I mean, the common factor in all of this is we don't know God's motivation behind it, and we right. won't until we get to heaven. Right. And so you got to kind of kind rest of the, in, yeah. That's a struggle I have. Right, and, yeah. And it is, Unanswered questions. It, well, no, it's not even that. It's the... This idea of if God chose beforehand, then that's to me, that is the same thing as God going, this person goes to heaven, this person goes to hell. Right. And, you know, just pairing that against, and I know I touched on this a bit, but I'll come back to it, just pairing that against wanting everyone to come to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are to me. Those well, two thoughts are incompatible. I don't think so. I mean, I think you can. I think he does want everyone to come to him, but maybe there's just not. I mean, this is all speculation. But I mean, I, I think he wants everyone to come to him. Yeah. But I just don't think that 
that's the plan. If you know, because but either he's way, he's the one in charge of the plan. That's exactly. the whole thing. I mean, I mean either, that's, that's what whole... I'm saying. Where we we don't know his motives, because either way, if you're on either side of this, there's people mm-hmm. that are going to hell. And if he wants everyone to come, why didn't right. he save everyone? And so there's the motivation right. behind that. I think it's for his but glory. But if he chose beforehand, I don't. And there's some there's some reason someone that explained like the actual reasoning behind why that glorifies him mm-hmm. that people. Oh, it's justice. I yeah. mean, that there's justice that is served to the, the sinners. But isn't justice still displayed on the cross? What do you mean? Like, the sins are still paid for on the cross, and justice is upheld in on either end. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. See, I, this is like the- I mean, this is the problem I have, and partially why I'm not 100% sold on on predestination and all that, is to me there are two incompatible thoughts of mm-hmm. I want everybody, it's 100% my choice, yeah. and I'm not going to take everybody. But That to me, I, yeah. I just, I have trouble. But I mean, once again, on it's incompatible thought. on both sides of this. No matter, no matter what situation there is, it's going to be incompatible, and that's that's my reasoning behind like, I just got to rest that God knows what it is, and I'm, I don't know. And he, he has his motives, and I, I know that he is a good God, and I know that he's a good, a good father, and that he, he loves us, and he mm-hmm. does everything for, you know, to love us. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, he is love, and that's, that's one thing. Because I know God's character from getting to know him over the years, it's, I trust him in that whatever his reasoning is behind that. Either way, that there are people going to hell, and why didn't you save them? Why do good people die? Mm-hmm. That means nothing, because what is a good person? We're yeah. all sinners. So, um, no one's good. Get over uh, it. But like, We're all terrible. This, as soon as you realize that. No matter what, gets, like, yeah. why did we choose this way? That there are some people have to mm-hmm. perish. Um, the, I don't know that, and I don't know his motives. Because either way, it's going to happen. It's yeah, kind of, I... The only explanation that makes sense to me on that mm-hmm. is that a gift is offered and some don't take it. I mean, I mean, to me, that's the only thing that I I can smush those thoughts together, and I can think of some really good counter arguments to that, even and yeah. why I tend to be. Well, I can't think of where I I. I Waffle on this is awful. Yeah, that's a word. Yes, yes, it is. They accuse politicians of it, and we're about to get to that time. Um, but it's it's that idea of the explanation f- for people not coming to Christ is is that they told God no, and that in His wisdom granted them over to their hearts. Yeah. And the, because that's biblical too. That happens in the Old Testament all the time. That just God gives them their. You, you know, at at a point, God goes like, "Okay, fine. If that's the thing that you're going to chase after, have at it." I mean, you know, Pharaoh. You know, a, a lot of people. A, that's in the Old another Testament. thing. Is like. That's another thing, uh, Pharaoh. Good point. I yeah. mean, here it's like that's that's why I would say I'm leaning towards more the other direction. Mm-hmm. 
like I, I think this is good because we have like both stances on like both leanings using almost. the same scripture. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that like the, where you see that people denied that? I don't think that God truly revealed Himself, or else they would be on their knees. Like, yeah, I'm gonna follow you, and also they will be at one point. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like the thing about that is, Bow I mean, or be bowed. They, they, uh. I mean, I just don't think that it was truly offered to them, and that's why I, but like, I still don't know for sure, and that's why I think right. that's why I'm leaning towards predestination. And also, like, the whole thing with God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Like, he yeah. very clearly right. gave him his destiny. Right. Um, and that's kind of hard to go around, but does, yeah. does God do that for some people, not other people? Like, I guess once the, again, the, you're in that gray area of like, I don't know what God's motives are. You know, I. I know people that I care about very deep that they don't know God at this point. Mm-hmm. And, th- it, you know, this is the part of theology that gets ugly and hard is because um, instead of it just being a concept that people are talking about, I now have to put a face to it and go, right. that person may not be called by God, although God wants Gary to come to him. His name's not Gary. Stop Googling my friends. All two of them. Um, (laughs) Although God wants Gary to come to him, God's telling Gary no. So that even if Gary tried to come to him, and granted, Gary's not going to because God didn't call him in the first place, but even if Gary tried, the answer would still be no. And that's the part I I have trouble. And I guess it's, it's this kind of existential crisis for Christians that has to be felt is that from a biblical stance, we are still called to act as if God called Gary, even if God didn't. Because we don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So can I be an ideological Calvinist but a functional Arminian? I mean, can I do that? That's where, what is it called? Hyper-Calvinism where people don't even... They don't do the Great Commission because, oh, everybody has their places. I don't need to do that. Even Which though, is stupid because, because the God Great Commission uses, is straight up in there. God uses us right. to to find those people if, if this was, if mm-hmm. predestination were true. Um, or because I, well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, anyways, you know what I'm saying. Right. If it were, if that was the truth, then uh, you still need to do it because God right. uses us. Like, he wants to use us. Right. Um. And that's cool. Like, right. the God of music. Why would you, you know, cut hey, yourself off from that? Uh, kind of a funny side story. Can I do it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, funny side story. I was in a church uh, meeting that they talked about for the first 15 minutes that they didn't feel evangelism is a biblical concept. And then the last half of the, of the meeting, oh they were upset that they couldn't figure out why their church w- wasn't growing. Mm, wow. And I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> I have an idea. Um, I mean, but that's part of it, though, is evangelism is so clearly a biblical concept. You can't deny that either. unto all the nations. So is is the answer then to just be an ideological Calvinist but a functional Arminian? Yeah. It's... I mean... It's you can't pretend as if uh, God is too much of one thing you, is you know a pretend bad as if God isn't sovereign isn't really a great mantra to really get behind right. and rally against like try anyway you know <laughs> like I don't I don't I'm not prepared to do that either yeah. so 
So because that I would mean, be a heresy. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Me and Danny are going to Burn keep on exploring. Yes, keep on exploring. <laughs> and uh, is that where we were going with that one? That's where I was going. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep Pivot. on. Pivot. And I, I would encourage you guys to study. I mean, I we're gonna list that, uh, that 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 thing website. in the show notes. The website. Um, on the shouts. Also, John Cal. I'm not John Calvin. I mean, He's John Calvin is cool. He's cool. You Very should check out his stuff too. Um, but also, <laughs> uh, John Piper. Uh, he has mm-hmm. fantastic stuff on Desiring God, and specifically mm-hmm. that article. Go check it out if you want to know more about Calvinism and the unconditional election, mm-hmm. and limited atonement side of things. It's a great article, um, and his argument on why he thinks it's true is very solid. I think, mm-hmm. and you should check it out. I mean, you got to check out both sides, even if you're a hardcore actually, free will. But actually, there's two books that came out. I think about a decade ago that were both pretty good. Yeah. The Whatever first that. is called "Why I'm Not a Calvinist," and its counterpart is called "Why I'm Not an Arminian." And wow, funny story. That's cool. Uh, the Christian bookstore it's closing Lifeway Christian bookstore they only carried one of them which one? why I'm not a Calvinist come on they Baptist baby let's go good one Rainer no straight up they only carried the one that's gross I don't like you anymore that actually kind of nah they're an SBC organization I mean they hey they 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 carried what they believed you know but I as far as things that both ends can agree on or need to, God is sovereign. You cannot yeah. poo-poo on the fact that God is sovereign. Right. Any attempt to to d- d- diminish the sovereignty of God, y- you have to push back on that at all. To say, I can overpower God mm-hmm. is a ridiculous statement that's right. said by morons. Yep. Is that too harsh? No. Do I scale it back? <laughs> No, um, you could probably go a bit harder. <laughs> let's go. All right, people, listen up. Um, it, yeah. Uh, the other is go tell people about Jesus. Um, it, it, so the good part about everything being on 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 the job of God to save people, whether they're called beforehand or not called beforehand, is that we don't have to figure that out. Yeah. All I have to do is just scatter as much seed as I can in as many places as I can. Take that seed and you just throw it around, do it all that, because right. I'm not making it grow. God is. Yeah. So our job as the planter is to just take that seed and just fling that stuff out as far oh, as yeah. you can. There's actually a pastor who I would quote him, but I forgot who he was. Um, he wow. gave an interpretation of, of the parable of... Thir- throwing the seed on the path and and all these places, he says, like, hey, um, it's God's job to till the soil. It's our job to just throw that seed everywhere we can possibly throw it. Throw it in a rock, sure. Maybe it'll grow there. Who knows? God's doing it. Yeah. Um, And and I think both ends can agree on that. Yeah. If there's a Calvinist that says, well, no, you shouldn't evangelize, or if if you want to take it to the extreme, I don't know the group of people that thinks there's only... Uh, 144,000 people. Which, by the way, if you think there's only 1,400... Oh, Jehovah's Witness? Stop. Why are they evangelizing? Yeah, I know, right? That would be the best kept secret. That would be as if... All right, we're in. If I'm the only person who knows there's a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, I'm not telling anyone else. I'm just buying all the chocolate. Yeah. 
Maybe I get two mansions in heaven. I don't know. Gosh. That seems offensive, but I'm not sure why. Hold it's on. Not, it's not offensive. If you know why that's offensive, please comment below. But, but yeah, I mean, I want to know what you guys think about this and your stances and your beliefs. And, like, I, I we actually want to hear. Um, so it, no matter how long the email or how long the direct message or anything, tell us. Tell us. We I just realized we never read Romans 8. So I don't know if you want to do that as our closing. Oh, for the foreknowledge? Yeah, so, all right, here's, here's why I skipped it. Foreknowledge. I just got my butt handed to me in the foreknowledge debate, like, for uh, two hours before I picked up Caleb today. Um, it says, <laughs> it, it basically puts things in order of, um, for those God f- foreknew, he predestined, and those he predestined, he called, and that, and that order's important. I should probably get that order right. <laughs> if I'm going to say it's important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we know that for good for purpose, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to, to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Um, mm-hmm. So I always understood that as those God understood their choices before they even made them, prepared a path, for them and have did you that was the most confusing hey, English majors, I've ever heard. Number three, turn in your homework. Oh um, that if if God understands everything I'm gonna do before I do it, then God's all already accounted towards it. Now right. I I did kind of quasi hold this because it seemed to make sense. Here's a couple of things. As I was talking about the thing that's a heresy, that's called um m- 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 um, Molinism, M-O-L-I-N-I-S-M, mm-hmm. and is a known heresy because it. Um, I finally found a place to explain it. They said um, that God is reacting to mankind, not Ooh. king over mankind. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But then, how do they handle? Sure. Then how do they handle this part in Romans? And there was, yeah, um, no. I think it was. <laughs> Almost Duncan all of the Bible disagrees with that. Yeah. Well, it w- it was another site that said, um, as it's talking about a knowledge, it isn't talking about the knowledge of action, but the intimate knowledge that kind of, it's, it's out of his outpouring <laughs> of love towards them beforehand and the knowledge of them, mm-hmm, he then mm-hmm. predestined them. Mm, so mm, those okay. he so he, now that's a person, gross theory and I don't like that theory I like how I'm calling this a theory no do not no no any, a lot of times when they say n- no they mean oh no yeah no. when they say no yeah. but like knowledge is different I think not um, in this one <laughs> in this one yeah you think he's talking about loved them beforehand and knew them beforehand well yeah yeah but I mean, that's a no, different I mean, like, type of love. Knew them beforehand, intimate knowledge. Yeah, but I don't think God doesn't have to have. Not about chicka wow wow specifically, yeah, that's but what I'm talking about. That's what. Well, no, I, that's that what was, I thought you were saying. It, it, no, it, it's a. <laughs> oh God! It's. I thought you were insane for two seconds. I was about the to closest two people can be is connected no, flesh to flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sex. Hey, if you're a child. Sorry. Sex is the two people becoming Let's talk about one sex, flesh. Man. And in and, and the Bible and that culture talked about it as and they knew each other. They even do this in Adam and Eve. They yeah. lay together and they knew each other. It's, yep. I don't think they pulled out textbooks. 
No, and it, it I, says that. You know. In, Many places. <laughs> yeah, it's late. Many we're on places. a topic we shouldn't be talking yeah. about when we're late. But um, it's it's this idea that there was the connection God had beforehand. So I got my butt handed to me on this one because I'd never thought about that. I'd always applied it to actions. And, and this person saying, it doesn't mean actions. It means as a person, God knew them beforehand to predestine them to be uh-huh. made in his image. Yeah, I'm and like, he knows Oof. us because he's outside of time. Yeah. So. <sighs> That's crazy. Did we solve anything? No. Nope. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we just kind of wanted to Thanks, like <laughs> kind of unpack it. Because right. I think for a lot of people, predestination, no, for a lot of people that don't really unpack that too much. I mean, yeah. there's some people who are more serious. Sure. Not, I shouldn't say that. But like. You know who you are. I almost said his name too. That would have been so bad. Who? No one. Um, no, Whoa. I. I do think it's. it's <laughs> I don't even know who he's talking about. It's. Uh, I was just gonna say someone's name. Um, Jeff. Gary. Bob. Dylan. Joe. What are we doing? Is, <laughs> I don't know. It, this is like the world's worst improv team. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one word at a time. If they just say names, like we're taking roll. But yeah. No. Um. I. Th- you know, people can get scared of this because of the intensity that some people tend to come at it. Yeah. So, yeah, God is sovereign. Do evangelism. Calm down. And also, <laughs> Jesus is the one who saves. Absolutely. He's the one who gave us all our salvation and died for us, died for our sins. Yeah. Primary doctrine, baby. If you disagree, get out. <laughs> no, stay in. Stay. Yeah, no, no. If we want to talk to you. Talk we to love us. you. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I know in the future we're probably going to try and cover some other doctrines, some other stuff. Yes. Uh, which is good because I have a. I'm just going to start handing books to you and say, read these, nerd. Yeah. And if you <laughs> but, have specific ones that yes. you want us to reach first, read my mind. Tell us. We want you to. Where can emails. they, t- Caleb? Where can they tell us? TheGospelOutpost.com/slash. Nobody special. But what if they hate the internet and only have Facebook and Instagram? Well. <laughs> There's this thing called direct message or messaging app for Facebook and direct messaging in Instagram. You can uh, go to our account at Nobody Special Podcast and follow us, first of all. Follow us. And then you can DM us and tell us your thoughts. We, it doesn't even have to be a question or anything. Just give us, give us statements. Command mm-hmm. us. We just want to hear from you. <laughs> uh, well, what if they only have Twitter? Well, you can. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we not? We're so anti Twitter. It's weird. Um, Yeah, no, but please check us out. Five stars, four stars, whatever. Do what you want. Uh, Or do what God predestined you to do beforehand with those stars. Who knows? Um, Pray about it. Do the Christianese thing and say pray about it, but then actually pray about it, which would be different. Don't Um, don't say you're going to pray about it. Don't just pretend to pray about it. I do that a lot. I'm guilty of that. Everyone's guilty. I of try that. and pray about I it feel right terrible. then, real quick. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, you know, no, like, so that. I'm not a liar. It's not a good prayer either. No, Dear no, Lord, for that thing. Amen. It is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, we cannot end with. <laughs> yeah, we can't end with us looking it's like gonna be sad. human beings. <laughs> do you know what else is going to be sad? What? That Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Can we bring it full circle? Uh, it's not going to be sad because I'm not even going to watch it. You're right. I want my money back Him already. and his furry legs. Oof. <laughs> I can't unseat them. <laughs> so um, yep. that's going to do it for us today. We're going to have shivers into the night thinking of 
Sonic. Sonic. Legs. But please tell us about predestination. We want to hear your thoughts. So yeah. anyway, that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are nobody, nobody special. special.